if you're familiar with you know this show, you'll know that one of my preoccupations is issues of public planning, um, urban spacing, what things look like, architecture, how we get around, how we share space. And most importantly, it's always about rationing because the city just isn't big enough to accommodate all the cars, all the cyclists, all the pedestrians without compromise, which is why we have stoplights and speed limits and arguments. So there is at least one professor who is arguing that the time has come for this city to be much more pedestrian and bicycle friendly. Um, Madeline Bosma Fisher joins us, University of Toronto data scientist and a cycling enthusiast, I'll add, as am I. It's nice to have you. Good morning, professor. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, in the article that I'm reading, in which you are widely quoted in the Toronto Star, and uh, this is by our friend Lex Harvey, um, the recommendation is that we should be looking more at Montreal. And maybe we can talk a bit about the Montreal. I don't know if we can call it an experiment, because a lot of this stuff has been permanentized. Portions of St. Catherine Street are closed. In the summer months, Mont-Royal Street is closed, and it seems to work. Yeah, you know, what I found really amazing from that article was the stat of the usage of pedestrians on Mont Royal. So they said 5.3 million pedestrians in just two months. That's over 85,000 people a day. And for some context, the King Streetcar in Toronto, after the pilot, has about 84,000 boardings a day. And the Don Valley Parkway was intended to hold 60,000 vehicles a day. So we're talking an incredible amount of capacity for just people traveling around. There is, I guess we could almost say, a revolution in the world in urban planning. Um, you know, Michael Bloomberg changed and re-stratified a whole bunch of streets and boroughs to make them more pedestrian and bicycle-friendly. Montreal is a fairly radical project. Paris is, you know, has been completely transformed. So what's happening here? You know, it's really what you said is that there's just not enough space for everyone to get around by car. And so as our cities are growing and as populations are increasing and as our needs are changing and as we're thinking about sustainability and, you know, safety, we're really having to make decisions about what kind of space we give to different modes of travel and how we encourage people to use different modes. How about in terms of business? I know one business person in Kensington Market who lives in mortal terror of it being pedestrianized, but I also know they did a study on Bloor where merchants had no idea where their customers were coming from. They thought they were all coming in cars and they weren't. Yeah, this is fascinating. So on Bloor Street, over 90% of people arrive by uh, modes except for driving, so transit, walking, and biking. Whereas about half of the business owners themselves and the merchants arrive by driving. So I think there's this perception that more people are driving to the businesses than is in reality because the merchants themselves are driving. All right. So what do you say to those people who are yelling at the radio right now, because most of our listeners are in cars, who are saying, this is the war on the car? You know, you'll get a lot more people passing your business if, you, if they're coming on foot or by bike, because that's just a geometry fact. Has COVID sort of reframed the debate about how we share our streets that a lot of people, a lot of people are living in sort of a small, they have a smaller footprint? Yeah, I think, you know, what we saw in COVID was that people needed space outside to just enjoy their city and to, you know, people without backyards or people with, with small spaces 
you know, this this public realm is is where we all live. And so we need to think about how we can make that an actual pleasant place to be. And that's something Montreal has done amazingly is they've made these pedestrian streets really attractive places to spend time as well. I read a study from New York City where they were reconfiguring neighborhoods and making them more pedestrian friendly, and people were actually happier. That does not surprise me. You know, what really struck me from walking down these streets in Montreal was just how quiet they were and how peaceful that felt. And, you know, it's amazing that you can have thousands of people around you and hear birds singing. Thanks a lot for this. Part of, as I always like to say, a much longer conversation, but good to have you this morning. Thank you so much. That is uh, Madeline Bonsma, I should say, Fisher from the University of Toronto.